another week, another episode of KPD Radio. I'm your host, Autumn Magar, and at this point, I have been working from home for so long, I have painted a face on a volleyball and started talking to it. Uh, before we get started, quick plug for KBDN's 2020 Innovators. You can visit our website, kitchenbathdesign.com, and find the nomination form there. You can nominate folks who you think are elevating the industry, and if that person is yourself, nominate yourself. Humility is for other people. Uh, Speaking of innovators, this week we're chatting with one of the 2019 class of innovators, Amy Hart of Dovetail Design and Cabinetry. Amy, it's great to have you with us today. Thank you for asking me, Autumn. I'm so happy to be with you. Now, just to get us started, why don't you tell me a little bit about the start of Dovetail Design? You know, how did you know it was time for you to open your own business? I wish I could say... Dovetail had a romantic beginning, but it was a little rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been at a large firm for 10 years, and then I was recruited to help start, grow, and manage a new cabinetry business. And the first year, we were doing great. We were making a great success of it. And then the owner had serious financial problems, and, and I ended up purchasing the business with three backers. So it wasn't like I said, I'm going to go start a business, you know, <laughs> it just happened. And, and I'm glad it did because it's been a dream and sometimes a nightmare, but, but it has been a dream in that um, I love being able to put into place processes that um, serve my employees and my clients well. And I love to give, you know, my employees the autonomy to be better in every way to take care of clients and, you know, knowing everyone is so different. I don't think you can truly be successful and create joy with that one-size-fits-all corporate approach. And that's, to get back to your original question, that's why. That's why I was interested in moving on because it was very limiting and I could see that I was I was stunted. Not Not so much my design opportunities, but customer service, the way that I want to take care of customers after sale, um, you know, it just, it wasn't um, a friendly process when I would go and say, I'd like to send a gift card to these clients and and just be like shut down. So, so now as the owner, all my people have their own credit cards, they have their own budgets to do with as they please. It's just been wonderful. Now, you know, out of curiosity, what is one of the things you've implemented as a business owner that you've been most proud of that you think has been most successful? Wow. Um, I would say going to um, a very high level of customer service. I know that sounds a little cliche, but we base our customer service on the customer service revolution. Mm -hmm. um, And we do significant like, you know, quarterly trainings on that. So one of the things that we do from that book is the never and always list. And I don't know if you guys, you know, have heard of that, but but we have our own never and always list. And we all have it like sitting up by our desks just to remind us. And one thing I've said from the very beginning is never tell a customer no. Can we do everything they ask? No, but but don't lead with that. Say, what I can do for you is this or you know, instead of Tuesday, I can be there on Wednesday. It's just a completely different mindset that puts the customer first instead of the the corporation or or the business. I think if you start from the end, like what is my goal? What is going to create joy? And then work back from there. That's, that's, kind of what I'm most proud of is, is, is instilling that mentality into my team. 
Now, you manage a a pretty sizable team, and uh, how has your team been staying in contact and staying collaborative during the pandemic, and and how do you think this has improved your communication as a team? I hate to say this, but COVID has had a few silver linings attached to it, and it's been hard to see until lately those silver linings. I mean, all of the, you know, destruction, death, and tragedies aside – as a business owner, it actually has made us better in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we're already a strong team here at Dovetail. And, you know, after that initial panic, we just embraced this new challenge. We were already all mobile. So we all have laptops and we were able to work at home pretty easily. The one person who didn't have all of the equipment, I bought her a new printer immediately and mm-hmm. um, she was good to go. So I can see how easy it would be for some teams to fall apart, but we were lucky and able to just increase our communications. Um, We implemented daily online meetings, which we had never done before. We were Mm -hmm. barely even having weekly meetings. I mean, it was like chasing your tail some weeks and and never communicating with anyone else. (laughs) So this for us has been um, just amazingly helpful. Um, We have two showrooms. So it helps us feel more connected than we actually were before. Uh, we, we get to see one another's faces every single day. So, um, and I also have two new designers who one just started before the pandemic and one started during. So the onboarding experience has been fairly terrible. I mean, <laughs> I, I can imagine. <laughs> it's not my goal, but I think it's been less than stellar just knowing how hard it is to train a new designer, you know? There's a lot of training that goes on in the showroom, at the manufacturer's factory. I mean, there's a ton of stuff they're missing out on right now. So we're we're struggling a little bit with that and getting them up to speed. Um, And I think they might be having a hard time feeling truly part of the team since we haven't had a lot of time together, like in the same space. Um, But the team meetings are helping. But there's just no replacement for sharing a space with your coworkers. And, you know, the amount of learning that just happens by osmosis when people are talking around you or, you know, just by being near your teammates. Oh, really? That finished end? Does this nomenclature? Oh, okay, I got it now. I mean, that doesn't happen when you're sitting alone, right? Yeah, (laughs) for sure. But being back in the showroom has, has helped a lot. We're mostly back full time. Um, things are feeling more normal, and we've kept the daily team meetings on the calendar, and I really don't foresee that ever going away. We just love it. Um, and the other two things that I think have helped us so much are um, implementing the online contract signing. Mm-hmm. So some people use DocuSign. We use a, um, a site called Sign Now, and sending people their online payment links once they sign the contract. This has actually been a a ton more efficient for us and our clients. They don't have to come into the showroom. They can do it at home. It's just been a really good change for us. So by embracing kind of that digital aspect, you've managed to streamline your workflow a lot. Well said, Autumn. So much better (laughs) than I could have said it. But yeah, exactly. It's like we had no choice. So how are we going to keep moving? How are we going to keep money coming in? Well, we we got to take the credit card or the checking account online. So, Definitely. yeah, it's just been um, helpful to us. And then, of course, you know, you're hearing from everyone, I'm sure, client meetings are mostly going to online Zoom meetings or mm-hmm. Teams meetings. Um, the first meeting we do now is an online meeting. 
and it forced us to be really together in the beginning. We've got this great proposal, I mean, not proposal, but presentation we put together on PowerPoint that we kind of go through with the client before we make the commitment to go to their home or when, you know, have them come here. So it's just been pretty cool the way that it's all worked out so far. Kind of looking at your your clients, how do you see their design needs and wants kind of changing this year, either as a result of COVID or not? And, and you know, how do you picture your business evolving in the future to meet those needs? Good question. I think it's too early for us to see a huge change in design needs and wants because, mm-hmm. you know, our business moves so slowly or the project times are could be months or years. Sure. Um, the thing that I do see, though, I will say that people have less patience right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's been challenging for us because I think maybe people are home more and they, they may not be back to work yet and they're yeah. thinking about their projects. And so they're just excited and, you know, we're excited for them. But but in terms of like our workflow, we've gotten busier. So our lag time is not lag time, but our response time has been a little longer. And people just aren't as patient with the process and, and with us. Yeah. So that is a big change we're seeing. And, and in terms of how do we deal with that going forward, um, gosh, I just think setting expectations up front and saying, um, instead of saying, oh, you'll hear from me in a couple of days, just say, just want you to know that I'm, you know, we're, our workflows, workload is a little bit heavier right now. Yeah. You know, we're really excited about it, but I may not be able to get your proposal to you for like five or six days. And how do you feel about that? And then if they push back, we can alter that. But usually people are like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. So right. I think that might serve us well is just setting, you know, more realistic expectations up front. Right. So it's changing more how you communicate with your clients than necessarily changing what they're asking of you. Yeah. So far, we haven't seen, you know, a rise in, oh, I must have easy to clean things or um, a new home office. Those things always are here. They're they're never ending. Um, It just I think maybe in another six months we might see more of that. But so far, we haven't really seen a spike in anything like that. And, you know, now that you're you're kind of back in the showroom. How did you maintain your business's com- connection with your community and kind of maintain your business's visibility uh, during during the time that you were working from home? Right. Um, this is one area where we are struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. We were so involved with the community before. We did tons of events. Um, outreach. We did, uh, we, you know, connected with charities and did a lot of volunteering. Um, We just can't do that right now because of social distancing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like our connection with the community in terms of like our outreach is weaker than it was before Um, just because of, of COVID and the the restrictions. But um, in terms of what we can do, we've been doing more, you know, sending greeting cards, following up with people on the phone, just letting them know we're thinking mm-hmm. of them. And people have responded really well to that, especially contractors who may be completely out of work right now. You know, just saying, look, we're thinking of you when things get back to normal. You just please let us know how we can help. Yeah. It's it's not a sales call. It's like le- legitimately I'm really concerned about you and your business and let us know how we can help. So that's been helpful to make us feel better. And then also letting our trade partners know that we're here for them. Yeah. But um, 
I think most charities right now are asking for donations of either products or funds. And I have to be honest, it's a little tough for us because of the kind of the financial issues that this has caused. My financial optimism is a little cloudy right now, um, (laughs) just due to the uncertainty. So it's hard for me to go outside of my budget. Like we were just talking today about how are we going to reach out and work with this um, food bank. And basically they don't want people there because of restrictions. They want um, products or funds. So we're kind of struggling with that. We're a little stuck (laughs) right now. How are you uh, working on kind of maintaining a sense of optimism and a sense of productivity in the face of what is an uncertain and, 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 you know, frankly, uneasy time? That is such a great question. It is not easy, especially in the beginning yeah. when, when it was so scary. And, and it is still scary, but I think now we're getting a better handle on it. I think just um, the daily team meetings and having a topic to talk about helps, mm-hmm. um, keeping your eye on the ball. Also, we've taken this time to embrace new technology, which is kind of exciting. Right. So we have moved all of our systems over to Office or Microsoft 365, which has some really cool features that we're all excited about. So that's um, fun to think about how that's going to serve us and our customers well through this. Um, We have, you know, great partners, great leadership group that I'm in, and that helps a lot just to kind of the trickle-down effect when you go to your consultant for help or optimism and they give you these great books to read and things to think about and then you can pass them on to your team. That's kind of what helps me keep going because I got to be honest, (laughs) there are days when I'm like, oh, my God, I just don't even... (laughs) know how I'm going to go on today. Um, And I'm pretty sure we all feel like that. But as an owner, it's hard to it's hard to show that to your team because you don't want to bring everyone down with you. Right. And you feel responsible for them to some degree, I imagine. Absolutely. I am responsible. We were just talking about that today, how if someone's having a bad day or a bad time, um, we're a safe place where you can bring it to work, you can talk about it, but at the same time, the rest of us, we have to work on bringing that person up instead of us falling down where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, just you personally, do you have any self-care measures in place to sort of help you with recover from that kind of emotional labor? I'm so embarrassed to say that I've taken this opportunity to be addicted to some Amazon Prime series. Yes. <laughs> like, I have probably watched 12 series front to back. I'm currently watching Vikings. I mean, nice, this is nice. nothing earth shattering, but you need that time away to just not think about work. And I just put my headphones on and I'm like, I'm just going to, for an hour, just going to watch this this um, show. And, you know, that's really helped me disconnect and, yeah. and just get rid of stress. I wish I could say that I like to work out, but I hate to work out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. sure some people find solace in meditation and yoga and working out, but I haven't quite gotten myself there yet. <laughs> You just want to watch some Vikings, and I, I respect That's that. That's right. I'm deep in the reality TV right now, so. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Yeah. See, I find that a little depressing sometimes. <laughs> People, it's usually fairly negative, so I need to, like, turn it off. But yeah. uh, the cooking shows are fun. Yeah, yes. I agree. 
the more brainless, the better, for sure. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today, Amy. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. And you take care. KBD Radio is hosted and produced by Autumn McGar with music by David Ayala. For more information about kitchen and bath design news, please visit our website at kitchenbathdesign.com. Music